Hello, Dork Squad. I'm Jonathan Cormer, and you're listening to Dork Tales Storytime. John in Character presents Dork Tales Storytelling with a Geekish Twist. Hey, uh, Mr. Reg? Uh, not trying to nag you, but we're leaving for Tortoise and Hare's annual rematch race in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't hear you moving to get ready. But Jonathan, how can you expect to hear me over all that racket you're making in the pantry? Well, we can't go to a race without snacks, Reg. That'd be a real shame. I'm just figuring out what to pack. Mm-hmm. Reg, did you even hear what I said? Yes, you said we'll be leaving soon. Okay, that was essentially my point, but I was also looking for some help figuring out what to pack. I don't know. Do you need sunscreen? To eat, Reg. Eat, Reg? What preposterous idea are you getting at, mate? You don't want to eat a hedgehog, let alone your best friend. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. I meant, what should we pack as snacks for when we watch the race? Oh, that makes much more sense. I almost packed up my computer and ran. I feel like my point may have been lost on you because you're so distracted by whatever is on your computer. Uh, what are you looking at? Oh, this? Oh, it's nothing. Just on this new app, uh, Quillo. Quillow? Oh no, are you moving? Oh, no, no, I've just been browsing. For the last three hours. Three hours? Uh, browsing? Yes, it's very easy to spend time on Quillow. There's so much to learn. They tell you when the burrow was last dug out, what the previous forest floor creatures stored in it, and how much mulch you should expect to use to build a proper nest. But you're not actually looking to move from your home, right? I'm considering. My hibernacula is feeling a bit humble. Hibernacula? <laughs> Sounds like the name for Count Dracula's winter hideout. <laughs> Blah! Hibernacula! Mwah! Ah, 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 ah! That's what some of us forest creatures call our nests. Oh, I think your hibernacula is just lovely, Mr. Reg. So, should I pack carrots and hummus? Hmm? Hmm. This space looks interesting. Views of the forest's largest redwood. Ooh, sounds quaint. I found these macadamia nuts in the pantry. Should I bake them into cookies to bring to the race? They'll go bad otherwise. Hmm? Oh, uh, uh, whatever you think is best, mate. Oh, wait... <sighs> Reg, I just realized you told me yesterday that you're allergic to macadamia nuts. What? Macadamia nuts? Oh, yes, I'm deathly allergic. Don't pack those. But I just asked. Jonathan, no. My safety is more important. Ooh, this one's got a built-in door and a lookout rock. You know, Reg, at this pace, we're going to be misunderstanding each other until we've missed the race entirely. I think it's time to close Quillo and put your laptop away. Nonsense. I can pack for the race and browse the listings. Mr. Reg, what is this sudden interest in finding a new home all about? 
Can't a hedgehog look for a new place to hang his hat? Well, sure, but a new fireplace at which to warm his small paws? I mean, I always support you if you want to make a change, but it's just that I've been wondering. Is it all grand enough? Grand enough? Yes, I've been feeling a little behind the times. Not quite exemplary enough. I mean... I have a reputation to live up to now that I'm a premier hedgehog storyteller. Hmm? Oh, don't get me wrong, Jonathan. I don't need anything too fancy. Just a large foyer, a second pantry, topiaries in my likeness, a kitchen with a dishwasher. Wait, 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 wait. In your burrow? I'm a modern hedgehog, and I have to look the part to perfection. I think you're maybe putting too much pressure on yourself. You're already great as you are. I don't know. Come on, we should start heading out. Let's see our friends, and you'll know exactly how much all of that stuff doesn't make or break how awesome you are. Oh, fine, fine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Mr. Reg? Yes, Jonathan? You coming? Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm coming. I was just daydreaming about adding solar panels to a new burrow. Okay. I think maybe it's time for a little intervention. You want to hear a story? As long as I can keep swiping through these listings. Doesn't seem like I have much choice in the matter. Exactly. <sighs> Once upon a time, there was a wolf. Oh, no. Big Bad is back. What? You know, the Big Bad Wolf, who huffed and puffed and blew down the three little hogs' houses. Oh, that reminds me, I, I wonder where Peregrine the Hedgehog found his realtor. Oh, no. This was another wolf. Ah, the one who went head-to-head -head with Little Red? No, that was also Big Bad. Uh, this was another wolf who lived in a cave. Ooh, that wolf should really get on Quillo. Though I suspect for wolves it would likely be called uh, something else. Maybe Howlo? <laughs> right. Anyway, the wolf lived in a cold, dark cave, and a lot of the time... He felt a little like you're feeling right now. <sighs> I should only show my face if I can appear as the fiercest foe in the forest, demanding respect from all who cross me. But really, he just loved to go birdwatching and tend to his vegetable garden. Really? Really. On this particular day, he awoke in the evening with a growl. <clears throat> I've been napping all day, he exclaimed. And he should have used this time to make himself appear as if he were the fiercest foe in the forest, starting with finding a more distinguished den. Not quite, Reg. Oh my goodness, like this. This place has a door knocker, and nothing says distinguished like a door knocker. My burrow hasn't had a door knocker since I lived in England. You lived in England? 
You think I spell color with a U to be unique? Hmm, fair point. But I really think it's time to close Quillow. Uh, just for now. <sighs> all right, all right. So the wolf awoke with a growl, unhappy that he had been napping the day away. Because he missed Prime transforming into the perfect wolf time? Because he missed Prime birdwatching time. But he still needed to go in search of food. The sun was setting as the wolf exited his cave. And, as you know, when the sun sets behind a tree, the tree casts a shadow that's much longer than the actual tree trunk. Exactly. Thank you. I can tell you're really listening now. Yes, but... But I do miss Quillow. Just bear with me. So when the wolf exited his cave during sunset and saw his shadow cast on the ground, he noticed that his shadow was quite large and very frightening indeed. Yip! Aho! Look at me! I must be a terrifying sight! <laughs> the wolf admired how intimidating he must be. He chuckled to himself. <laughs> Nobody will ever cross my path and disrespect me. The new fiercest foe of the forest is here. Wow, a little presumptuous of him, right? And who do you think came upon the wolf next? Who, oh, I don't know. A jaguar living in a three-story treehouse with a fancy pool? Uh, that still isn't the direction I'm heading with this story, Reg. Oh, yes, my apologies. Uh, so, what happened? Well, the wolf was overconfident about his size, marching around the fields and forest, searching for a quick bite. A mouse here, a hedgehog there. <laughs> That's preposterous. Wolves wouldn't eat hedgehogs. Oh, no. Well... Maybe they might. <laughs> oh, Reg, I was just teasing. No, no, you've given me a great idea. I should get back on Quillow and search for a burrow with better defenses against wolves. Wait! Hmm? Mr. Reg, do me a favor and let me get to the moral of the story before you log on again. Oh, you're right, you're right. Thanks. So, uh, anyway, uh... The wolf was stomping through the forest. Stomp, 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 king of the forest. Stomp, 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 king of the forest. Stomp, 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 king of the forest. Oh, no. Oh, yes. He was very proud and finally felt like he was good enough. Large, in charge, fearsome and formidable. But the wolf misled himself. His shadow was not an accurate depiction of his appearance. It was an illusion from the setting sun, very much so. And just as he was beginning a great villainous monologue about his almighty rule over the other creatures of the forest, he heard a soft tweet in the branches above him. Yipe! Who is that? The wolf said as he looked up and saw the floofiest, most delightful sparrow he had ever seen. Ooh! Hello there, friend. I have to get out my notebook and make notes of this wonderful sighting. <laughs> well, 
It was only then that the wolf realized that he no longer had a mighty shadow and grew very glum. Oh, look at me. I'll never be the fiercest foe. I'm just an old softy. <laughs> oh, no, but being an old softy is wonderful. The sparrow agreed. They flew down and landed on the wolf's shoulder. Well, hello there, wolf. Why are you feeling so glum? The wolf told the sparrow all about his great plight. And the sparrow said, What you see on the outside isn't always what makes you great. Plus, you're in good company. Look at how fluffy my feathers are. I'm an old softy, too. And do you know what the sparrow said next? What did they say? There's nothing wrong with being just exactly who you are. Oh, my. I'm sure the wolf was quite relieved. He was indeed. He went on with his bird watching and continued tending to his garden. He was exactly himself, already the best wolf he could be, who didn't need a more distinguished den or fearsome form to be respected. That's right. And I don't have to have a fancy house or appear a certain way either. I am exactly who I am, and that's good enough. You got it, Reg. I am already a premier storyteller, a hedgehog with heart, a most wonderful fellow. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Now, if I want to make changes to my home, I'll do it because I want to, and it makes me happy, and not to keep up. I love that, buddy. But, uh, speaking of keeping up... Ah, yes, the race. Crenshaw the Fox just texted me to let me know it has begun. Oh, no. Ah, but never fear. It is tortoise and hare, after all. Hare never learns. Tortoise never gets faster. Only cleverer. The whole race usually takes the entire afternoon. Oh, that's right. Okay, then let's get going. Gotta grab the picnic basket. Yes, and and I got my jacket, got my keys. Perfect. And let's make sure we also bring our binoculars. Yes. I got them, but Jonathan... All right, let's go. Three, two, one... Did I forget the snacks? Yes, but I've got the mate. <laughs> Thanks, Reg. Any time, Jonathan. Any time. This has been a John Character production. Today's story was written by Amy Thompson and performed by Jonathan Cormer. Sound recording and production by Jermaine Hamilton at Hamilton Sound Studios. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at dorktalestorytime at gmail.com. Find links in the show notes or go to dorktalestorytime.com. Now, go be the hero of your own story, and we'll see you next Once Upon a Time.